They always want to see us down, never come around. But you gon' witness greatness when I come and snatch your crown. See, I ain't never been the type of way to mess around. Cause I'm all about my business and I move without a sound. Queens work in silence, trying to stop the violence. Cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B, and I am your host. And today we're going to talk about how to unsubscribe from chaos and opt in to intentional living. Learn what I mean in today's brand new episode. Keep it locked. You've got mail. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade. Today is January 28th, 2018, but by the sounds of the You've Got Mail, it took me back to 1999 when AOL was popping. I mean, everybody had an AOL account. Do y'all remember that? I mean, I should take that back. Everyone had an AOL account except for me because I was like eight. Um, But nevertheless, I just remember the popularity and just the overall boom of the email business. When the internet became commercialized in the 1990s, it just, I mean, it just opened up new opportunity and doors for communication, specifically with email. I mean, I know email had been around a lot before, but when everyone had access, I mean, it was game changing. So now as an adult, Email is definitely a part of my everyday communication, whether it's just for business, just sending over articles to my friends or reading tips from some of my favorite sites. Email has essentially become a regular part of my life. And if you're listening to this, it is very likely that is a part of yours, too. So according to the Radicati Group, um, this is a market research firm, in 2017, the estimated number of email accounts worldwide were at $3.7 billion, and the number of emails sent per day averaged in at $269 billion. Now, when you look at the numbers, more than 150,000 emails were sent per minute in 2017. Crazy, right? But Out of all the statistics that I looked at, there were a few things that stood out to me the most. One of them was that 49%, actually a little over 49% of the emails were considered junk mail and spam. And about two of those had a malicious attachment, meaning that if you open it, it was a wrap for your computer. Now, as a teacher at a broadcasting school here in Ohio, I often ask my students, especially when we talk about email marketing, to look at their inbox and check out what... uh, yesterday's emails look like in their inbox so oftentimes they tell me about the coupons from stores deals new promotions viagra and solicitations from nigerian princess uh, to send over money to free somebody from jail now while some of those emails that they receive are unsolicited and honestly stuff that you don't want there are quite a few that they themselves have opted into So I decided to do that same activity with myself. So the other day I looked at my own email inbox and I thought about how much it truly relates to my life. I have about 10 different emails. Now y'all don't judge me. And for the things, and and essentially these are for all the things and the brands that I'm a part of. So my main email account is an absolute shambles. So (laughs) I've managed to subscribe to so many emails that even when I do unsubscribe, there seems to be about a gazillion and one other ones that still find its way into my inbox. So as I was sitting at my computer, clicking away at this unsubscribe button to everything, you know, sometimes they make it hard to find It's Sometimes it's plainly at the bottom and sometimes you have to search. (laughs) And I started to think about all the things that we opt into in our personal lives, particularly in the area of relationships. Like an inbox, who and what we subscribe to can definitely have a profound effect on how we feel about ourselves and where we spend our time. 
sometimes we engage in relationships with others that just make us feel cluttered, overwhelmed, drains, or sometimes even chaotic. In the last week, I personally have had two very different situations occur in my personal life based on relationships that I've had with other people. And when I found myself getting worked up about others and their actions, I had to sit back and ask my question, ask myself questions that I would normally ask myself when I'm attempting to clean up my inbox. So I asked myself, what value is this person bringing to my life? Or what value is this bringing to my life? And if I'm not subscribed to this, will it still matter anyway? And when I asked myself those questions, my feelings, whatever I was feeling before, it disappeared. So like an email account, we may not be able to control everything that comes in our life unexpectedly, but we can intentionally start to dictate what we are willing to allow and what we are willing to subscribe to. Now, right now, some of us are in different types of relationships. Some of us might be in a junk mail-like relationship with other people. And, you know, this can both apply both in your personal life or your business life. So a junk mail-like relationship to me is basically when you subscribe to something in the beginning, hoping to get some level of value. And then maybe over time, the interactions that you have with the person are not what you expect or you outgrow the initial purpose of that relationship. Or maybe you've even encountered a spammy relationship, right? Where someone is constantly hijacking your space, constantly in your face, or taking up a large amount of your time. And then finally, there's something worse than the two. <laughs> Being around someone who is malicious. Remember that email I was talking about earlier? Yep, same thing in real life. You ever opened up an email that attacked your computer system and just shut everything down? Now, there are people in your life who are like that too. They have energies that can drain your whole system and bring you chaos when you honestly don't need it. Now, when you have a combination of these three relationships, it's time to take a step back. Who or what do you need to unsubscribe to? A lot of times we put cleaning our email inbox on a back burner because we are inundated with so many messages, tasks, and distractions every single day. Now, cleaning up that inbox is so critical because when you allow junk to pile up, it makes letting go a lot more complicated. So if your life is anything like my inbox, which I'm getting together, then there's a couple of things that I want to share with you that uh, literally has helped me regain my focus just in life and eliminate some unnecessary relationships and distractions. The first thing being is to identify your focus. All too often, we open ourselves to a lot of the things that really have no place being in our lives. I've been so guilty of subscribing to email lists for the sake of it and regretting it later. And in life, it's so easy to do the same thing. We network, we meet people, we want to try new experiences. And while all these things are good, they can sometimes bring negative energies into our life. Now, understand that what you have opted into, you have to understand how to list those things by important. And then you have to define what is most important to you in that moment. And I say in that moment for a reason, because things are subjected to change. And then you have to learn how to prioritize other things. So I'll keep going kind of with this relationships example. One of my favorite philosophers ever is Aristotle. And he had a philosophy about the three different types of friendships. I learned about this during my uh, freshman year at Ohio Dominican University. And it stuck with me ever since. Now, according to Aristotle, there are three different types of friendships. Friendships based on pleasure, friendships based on utility, and friendships based on the good. Now, friendships or 
relationships that are built off of pleasure are people who love their friend, not simply for the sake of the friend, but for the sake of the pleasure that they receive. So these are friendships that really don't last for real because they can change um, or end if the person is no longer receiving that kind of pleasure. So I'll give you an example. So at one point in my life, I used to I used to go out a lot. Like when I was uh, maybe 18 to 22-ish, um, I used to go out a lot with some of my old friends here in Columbus. So our lives consisted from one weekend to another to find our next adventure at a club. So as I got older, and more into learning about who I was, going out to parties and clubbing all the time just really no longer was my thing. So the people I hung out with and to this day, I mean, I mean, we're 27 and I still see them on Facebook, Instagram, partying hard every weekend. Um, and we technically, I mean, we no longer have a relationship because our relationship was built on a common interest. And, you know, I try to hold on to those friendships because I'm like, you know, you know, these are my friends. You know, we don't do the same thing, but, you know, we had two totally different mindsets. And but then I realized that, you know, at the end, we were never really truly friends. We just had a mutual interest of going out. Now, uh, in a similar sense, in the case of utility friendships, I had to learn how to unsubscribe for those as well. So a utility friendship is based off of mutual benefit. Um, they're friends who uh, doesn't love another friend for their own sake, but for the sake of some benefit received. So again, this is another type of friendship that is not permanent in nature because the really once the benefit of utility ends, the friendship will as well. So I recently had a situation where a professional relationship ended because the person and I no longer served each other. Needless to say, um, you know, we had really great things. We did good things and it wasn't an easy thing to end. But you have to remember in order to live intentionally, you always have to remember your bottom line. If a relationship is not contributing to your growth appropriately, then you position yourself to waste time and energy. And of course, you know, we don't want to do that. Now, according to Aristotle, the best types of relationships to keep in your life are those that are centralized around the good. Um, and this is a direct quote. Um, it says the best or excuse me, the perfect form of friendship is that between the good and those who resemble each other in virtue. For these friends wish alike the other's good in respect of their goodness, and they are good in themselves. But it is those who wish for the good of their friends and for their friends' sake who are friends in the fullest sense, since they love each other for themselves and not accidentally. Hence, the friendship of these lasts as long as they continue to be good, and virtue is permanently equality. And each is a good relatively, and each is, good relatively to his friend as well as absolutely since the good are both good absolutely and profitable to each other now I know that was a mouthful I probably messed a couple words up but nevertheless what he is saying in other words is that the ideal friendship is a friendship that melts pleasure utility and the act of loving people for who they are and treating them really with just the utmost respect a friendship of the good is really what you should aim to have in your life so that you have a healthy circle of people around you who are rooting for your growth and success. And, you know, and if you're a true friend, you are uh, rooting for their growth and success as well. So now that you kind of understand some of the different type of relationships that you might be holding on to, you know, these things that are in your personal lives inbox, you're probably saying, all right, wait, now what? Like, how do I get out of these uh especially the negative ones. How do I get out of these situationships with other people? So one of the things that I've learned in life is that no one really owes you anything. And in the same breath, you don't owe anyone anything either. Sometimes walking away without having to explain yourself can be the best thing that you can do to eliminate chaos. Now, others may be upset or confused or have their own opinions about your actions, 
But at the end of the day, you have to remember that it's none of your business of what other people think about you. Worrying about reactions and feelings of other people can be unnecessary distractions that take you away from your focus. Others may have something to say about your newfound attitude, but it's not important to take things personally. I've learned by taking less offensive things, it becomes so easier to become happy. Why? Because what we give thoughts and feelings to, uh, we essentially allow others to have authority in our lives. When you take things personally, you essentially attach yourself to a statement, a question, or a narrative that may not likely represent who you are. Now, when you take things personally, you're holding on to someone else and you are essentially victimizing your situation. My friend Jacqueline, um, love her, so dope, y'all. Check out Jacqueline Twilley. She's out in Dallas, Texas. But she once told me that when people criticize you or make relationships difficult, it's not about you. Sometimes other people have things that they need to deal with internally. And as a result, they take their feelings out on you. Now, it's up to you if you want to stick around and allow them to infringe on your comfort. Or you can simply move on so that way you can eliminate less stress in your life. Now, you have to have comfort in knowing that you are not for everyone. You're not always going to be for everyone. And you have to be okay with that. At times, you're going to outgrow people in situations. That's normal. And honestly, the way life goes, that is honestly to be expected. We try so hard to hold on to things that are not meant to be in our space. And we have to do a better job of regularly maintaining our lives. We have to take that time to evaluate our lives and clean up, just like I need to to sit down and make time to unsubscribe and delete all these emails. Now, every time we ignore the things that we need to take out of our life, we essentially start to add fuel to the fire. So you have to be proactive in addressing the things that are causing a disarray in your life immediately and also regularly. So, you know, by taking inventory of what needs to go or stay, you're beginning to mitigate a lot of your problems and stay on top of your happiness. Now, at the end of the day, I feel like less is more. So chaos is described as complete disorder and confusion. So to eliminate these things in your life, I challenge you to begin to value simplicity and learn how to opt in to more things that make you feel valued, happy, loved, accomplished, and unsubscribe to the things that give you negativity. Vibes are everything, y'all, and it's just important to listen to your intuition about people and situations. We all have an innate ability to understand what is right or wrong for us. However, we always try to give the benefit of the doubt. Now, you have to avoid chaos by watching the patterns of others and things and simply start to unsubscribe to things that don't bring you joy. Opt in to only who and what you need, but again, it first starts with being intentional. What do you want to do with your life and who or what around you is going to help you achieve the mission of your intent? You know, just like uh, Maxine Waters would say, it's, I'm reclaiming my time. It's, it's time to reclaim your focus. Or in some of your cases, if you didn't get anything out of anything that I said today, your inboxes. Now, don't let the clutter or the noise of the things that you've opted into your life take away from your growth and productivity to live more intently. Now, before we go... I want to leave you with this quote, an unintentional life accepts everything and does nothing. An intentional life embraces only the things that will add to the mission of significance. And that's by John C. Maxwell in his book, Intentionally Living, Choosing a Life That Matters. So I ask you again, what will you unsubscribe to, to live your best life? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Pink Lemonade. Once again, I am Whitney B, and I am your host. 
If you liked today's episode, feel free to like, comment, or share on SoundCloud, Google Play, or iTunes. Be sure to connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at SBGCode. Thank y'all for tuning in, and I will check in next week. Until next time, peace.